what's going to be the biggest change or biggest thing you guys have implemented to do the best you guys can of protecting yourselves, the players, and everybody kind of involved too? We still do temperature checks every day when they come, when they get to the school. Um, one of the coaches is outside with the thermometer, the temperature gun deal. And, you know, they're not allowed in the locker room until their temperature's checked. They come in, get their stuff in, you know, relatively quickly. There's no lingering around in there. They get in, they get out, they get down to the practice field. Um, anytime that I have to be within six feet of one of the players, even if it's demonstrating a drill, I'll put a mask on. Um, when we're outside, we try to social distance as much as possible. Uh, all, all my staff does a great job of kind of mingling during drills when kids are in line or, you know, during water breaks, it's, Hey guys, remember you got to spread out a little bit, you know, don't get too close to each other. Um, all of our water is shut down as far as like drinking fountains go. So bring your own water to practice every day, which kids have done a really good job about doing. Um, we disinfect everything all the time. I actually have a, one of the guys on my staff is a volunteer. He filmed all our games last year, and he's came to every practice so far to help with the line on the offensive and defensive side. He's actually walking around with a disinfectant bottle and a whole roll of paper towels. So anytime a pad is used or a bag or any type of equipment, he's there spraying it and wiping it down. So we're trying to keep everything as sterile as we can, um, trying to keep our distance as good as we can, and – you know, the coaches know when they come in the locker room, they should have a mask on. If they have to get within six feet of a player, mask on. Um, you know, we're going to coach them up best we can while we can. There, I've seen, and there has been frustration, I think, from everybody, just because there is so many unknowns of what's this going to look like? Are we going to play? Are we going to practice? How long is this going? How do you keep the kids going, looking forward? Because – you go back to March, everything just got shut down on them. I mean, it was gone. It was over. How do you kind of keep them maybe optimistic that this isn't all for nothing at this point? Well, that's a good question. Um, we tell them that we have to practice every day as if there is going to be a season. You know, we're scheduled at Pattonsburg week one, and that's a, that's a full order. So we can choose to – mope around and you know wonder why we're trying as hard as we are to get better when it's a big question mark or we can continue to get better every day and hope for the best you know if if something happens if this takes a turn for the worse and our season is unfortunately canceled or postponed as of right now everyone at Bishop LeBlonde can go into a break knowing that we've done everything we can to try to keep the kids in a position to have a season, but also they, they, the kids have worked, worked their tails off so far to put themselves in a position to win. So if we have a season, we'll be in, we'll be, we'll be in good shape. St. Joe has been kind of, I guess, lucky in a sense that the health department hasn't had to come in and, you know, shut any of you guys down at, at this point. We are seeing other counties doing it at, so far, I mean, there's been shutdowns. How's the relationship that you guys have to have, whether it's with the administration at the school or the health department, just kind of making sure things are moving okay and there isn't a all of a sudden, boom, it's two weeks down or anything like that? 
Well, we got lucky this summer. We, we made it through the whole summer without a single positive case from any of the kids that were going through our workouts at LeBlanc, you know, regardless of the sport. Um, so I think ha- if that had gone differently and we had a positive case or two, we might – answer might be a little different. But because of that and because of this time off, you know, until the 10th, it gives all our kids a chance to say, okay, I stayed healthy this long. If I social distance, stay at home, you know, work out on my own and do things the right way, it's safe to assume we come in with all healthy players. That puts us way ahead in the running to get to have a season. So that was something I harped on a lot was, you know, if you go to the store, put a mask on. It's not difficult. You're going to be surrounded by people complaining about it, but that it is what it is. You know, don't go to parties. Don't treat this like a vacation. Treat it like a challenge. Challenge yourself to stay healthy, and that way we can have a season. So there's a lot riding on the shoulders of a lot of teenage kids, which is probably pretty scary for most people. But I think if, we, if they can do things the right way and the community can rally around and say, we have all these high schools that want to play sports, let's do this right then I don't see why sports can't go on as scheduled. You go along that lines of talking about, you know, a lot of pressure on the kids, whether it's intentional or not. I mean, this next few days are going to be big. And high school kids, they aren't going to get tested unless they they go in. Their parents take them in, too. How they responded to that challenge of, hey, this is on you guys for the next few days. We can protect you as best as we can when you're with us. But when you're not with us, it's on you to, I guess, make sure that things don't go wrong. But And it's not fair to them either, but it's where, where we're at, too. Well, I may be naive like uh, some other coaches, but I think that the leadership we have with the older kids this year especially, I, I think they are chomping at the bit to get to play. And I think that a lot of times the, the orneriness that we see in off-seasons starts at the top with the older kids. And I, I don't foresee that to be an issue with this group. Um, and we've got a lot of younger kids who are going to have substantial roles on the team. And so I think they'll take this challenge as, you know, if I want to be, if I want to win, this is what I have to do. So it's not really, you know, they're not grounded. It's not a punishment. It's just for this summer, it, you know, kind of, stinks for everybody do your part stay healthy and i i think they're rising to that challenge i hope i'm not misspeaking on that but i think they are is it kind of a different feeling for you guys because being in st joe one of the bigger population in the state but it's a smaller school population for for you guys you know not maybe having to worry about as many kids and as many different you know i guess aspects or anything like that because you guys are a smaller school, even though it's, you know, 80,000 people in town. Yes, I think that right now it works to our advantage for potentially the first time ever. Um, It's not difficult to maintain your distance from people. We don't have 120 kids on our sideline, you know, like some of these bigger class size schools. You know, if, if there is a student that gets diagnosed positive, we don't have to worry about 200 kids being sick because we don't even have that in the whole school right now. So 
I think with the smaller, if the smaller class sizes, the smaller population, the, you know, the 23 kids we had for summer football workouts, that all works in our favor right now. And I, like I said earlier, I think they have banded together enough already to talk amongst themselves and say, hey, we only have to control the behavior of, you know, under 25 kids, not 125. So I think that we're in a position now where we have to wait for to see what the rest of the state does. 